Welcome to another episode. My name is Jose Naharo, and today we're going to take a look at airline companies. Due to the whole coronavirus, a lot of these airline stocks have dropped down dramatically. So I want to take a look at most of these companies. So we're going to take a look at six airlines, and I'm going to see which one of these airlines I like the most. So let's get started. Alright, so all the information that I've collected either comes from Lazy FA, I've read their 10K reports, I've used Fidelity, and I've also used Well Wisdom. Well Wisdom. So take it um, if you guys want to take a look. Those are some great websites where I do collect a lot of my information. Alright, so let's just take a quick look at the company. First, I'm gonna mention the six companies we're gonna take a look at. We're gonna take a look at Ella Love, um, Southwest Airlines. We're going to take a look at DAL, Delta. We're going to take a look at JBLU, JetBlue. We're going to take a look at UAL, United Airlines. We're going to take a look at AAL, American Airlines. And we're going to take a look at SAVE, S-A-V-E, which is Spirit Airlines. Um, so here I have them in order. The way I mentioned them is the way they have declined from their all-time highs before the market opened on Friday. So I know we had a little green on airlines, but the, these companies are still down by, by close to these values. So Love is down 22%, Delta is down 28%, JetBlue is down 35%, United Airlines is down 45%, American Airlines is down 53%, and Spare Airlines is down 63% from its all-time highs. Um, and here I have another I have another graph here, not a graph, I have a table here that shows us the market cap of these companies. So the biggest market cap we have is Delta Airlines sitting at 28.9 billion. The next is Southwest 23. And then it drops down actually pretty low. The next is United Airlines at 13 billion, um, American Airlines at 6.9 billion, JetBlue at 3.9 and Spirit Airlines is very small compared to all these guys at 1.5 billion market cap. Um, next, if we take a look at trailing 12 months, even though Love has the biggest market cap, it is not the one with the biggest revenue. The biggest revenue here are United Airlines and uh, American Airlines with both over $40 billion of their market cap, uh, $40 billion of the past 12 months revenue. Um, so we can see that that that's actually pretty pretty crazy that they collect that much revenue, but yet have such a small um, market cap compared to to Delta. And one thing we're going to see is um, is the um, is the profit margins that these companies do have. Um, so we'll see that what what um, that's a huge driving factor on the prices of this. But if we take a look at the price to sales ratio, so that's the company's total market cap divided by the total revenue will pretty much give you an estimate of how much money you're how many dollars you're paying for a dollar in sales um love is actually it's pretty expensive compared to the other ones you're pretty much paying a dollar and four cents for every dollar in revenue that this company um collects delta you're paying about 61 um cents for every one dollar in sale this company has JetBlue, you're paying about 48 cents for every one dollar in sale United Airlines, you're paying 30, as low as 30 cents for every, um, for every dollar in revenue that they make. American Airlines, you're paying 15 cents for every dollar in revenue you make. And for safe, safe uh, spare airlines, you're paying about 40 cents for every $1 in revenue this company makes. But remember, dollar in revenue should not really account for how you really price these um, at the end of the day, right? Because at the end, even though they are in the same industry, we're gonna see they have different 
um, leveraging in the company, which we're going to see. We're going to take a look at their balance sheet, see which company has the best balance sheet, um, profit margins, exposure to outside travel, um, credit line, um, credit line, revolving credit line, and when their their debt is mature. So that alone determines. We're going to see why some of these seem pretty cheap when we're looking at price to sales ratio, and we're going to see why some of these have a higher price to sales ratio. And as an investor, you might know that right, the comp um, investors already kind of price um, what companies they think are going to do better than other. So we can see right, Southwest Airlines and Delta are less than have lost less than 30% of their total um, value from all time highs. So investors are saying, hey, we're more we, we're more we, we are more confident that these two airlines are going to do a lot better compared to Save. Save has lost over half percent. Spirit has lost over half percent of its total market cap. Imagine losing half of your value. Um, so people, uh, investors are saying, hey, um, American Airlines and Spirit are ones that are definitely, um, definitely um, in, in a bad place right now. So we're going to take a look at why they think that. Another thing I wanted to take a look at is, I know Berkshire Hathaways is a huge holder of many of these airlines. So I wanted to see what airlines are being backed up by um, Berkshire Hathaway. I know he, he, um, we keep seeing um, Berkshire Hathaway on the news because they keep buying Delta Airlines. Um, I, uh, we saw that they bought, I think, a $46 million stake. So this is based on their last report that they did, uh, I think, about a month ago. Um, so about a month ago, they owned United Airlines. They, it's 8% of their, 0.8% of their portfolio. They have owned Southwest, which is 1.2% of their portfolio, which is pretty high compared to the other ones. They owned American Airlines, which is 0.5%. And they own Delta, which is 1.7% of their total portfolio. And the ownerships of these companies are over 8%. So this is how much percentage they owned of this overall company. So they own about 10% of Southwest and about almost close to 11% of Delta and 8.5% of United. And they also own 9.5% of American Airlines. So I'm pretty, I, I, after I, I obviously I did the research already, I understand why this company would own Love and Delta. Uh, I can kind of see why they own United, um, I think American, but I, uh, I'm not, I'm, I don't understand why this company owns United. And we're gonna see why. I really feel like that company is extremely um, leveraged and, and might be one that's gonna take a huge impact of this. All right, so before we actually take a look at the first company, um, I actually want to talk about these airlines, right? So we're going to see a revenue decrease in these airlines. Um, so that's the main reason we're seeing these percentage drop and the market cap dropping on these companies. I don't believe that any of these companies that I'm about to take a look at are going to go out of business. They're not. I don't think any of them are going to declare bankruptcy anytime soon. Um, but I do think two things are going to happen, right? These companies are going to, if we need to understand these companies, if they have enough cash to be able to pay off any short-term debt that they are about to have in the next few months, imagine if they don't have any, any form of revenue. So they imagine if they're going to have to be paying expense due to the money they have on their bank account, right? So pretty much just, just like me and you, right? Let's say we lost our job. This is the equivalent of them not having any airlines. So let's do worst case scenario. We still have expenses. So how would we be able to pay off these expenses? There's all, there's two things. Um, the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna have to be able to um, see what money we have in our bank account, in our investments, to be able to pull out of there to be able to pay our expenses. 
The second is we're going to have to take off loans. But loans, um, especially our um, loans might be a bad thing, especially if you have no form of income, the amount of rates that we might have are going to be higher. So this is what I'm trying to take a look at with these companies. So in these companies, the two things that this company can do um, to survive, let's say they don't have enough cash. The two things they can do is one, they can um, sell some equity. So they can dilute some shares. Um, and by share dilution, what we're gonna end up seeing is an increase in number of shares, an increase of number of shares decreases the earnings per share per, per investor. So investors, um, will find these companies less valuable to them. And maybe that's what they think is going to happen with Spirit and American Airlines. And that's why we have that. The second thing they can do is um, they can do senior notes. They can sell off some senior notes to increase their debt. And actually, there is a third thing. They can have, if they have a revolving credit, um, just like me and you, like we have credit cards, um, we can use credit lines to be able to pay off some debt. So we're also going to take a look at these companies' credit. Um, so first, let's start off with Southwest, which is LUV. This is the company that dropped the least, um, and I honestly can see why. First thing is this company's profit margin right now is sitting at about 10.3%, and it's actually the highest out of all the other airlines we're going to take a look at, and it's consecutively high, right? In the past four years, um, four or five years, this company has maintained over 10% um, profit margins, so this is pretty good. The next thing we're going to take a look at is this company's current investments and cash and cash equivalents, right? So this is the money that they can pull out pretty quick. So they have about $4 billion in, in quick cash that they can actually receive. And in current, current debt, current debt that they need to pay off this year is 1.7 and non-current debt is 2.8. So this company's total debt is up only about 4.5. So this company can actually pretty much pay off almost all its current in current debt which is any debt that needs to be paid off in the next 12 months and they can pay off any debt that needs to be paid off in longer than 12 months pretty much now so this company a hundred percent is has i don't think we're going to see any form of of um dilution shares on this company just because they have plenty of cash at hand to be able to take off the short-term um the short-term bump on the road um Another thing is I wanted to take a look at how these companies fly. So Southwest is 97% domestic flight, where the other 3% are internationals. So right now, domestic flights might continue, might not have a huge decrease compo uh, compared to those international flights, but that's something we're going to continue to monitor. But right now, I, I wanna, I, I, I would, I'm in a scenario where domestic flights will take a hit but it will not take a hit compared to flights going to Italy or flights going to China or flights going to that side of the of the world. Um, so I do think it's pretty good that 97% of their flights are domestic. All right, next we're gonna take a look at Delta. This is the second one that's dropped about 28%. So investors believe that this company is not going to, to fall that hard either. So just like United, um, just like Southwest, this company also has pretty good profit margins. Right now, is sitting at 10.1 and in the past five years it's probably like 0.05 percent lower than than southwest but this company is still maintaining close to 10 percent on average profit margins in the past five years where southwest was going over 10 percent in the past five years 
Um, next, let's take a look at this company's cash and cash equivalents. And um, that's it. So this company does not have any, any short-term investments. They have non-current investments, which I'm not gonna take a look at. Just short-term cash. Um, they have no current investments. They just have cash and cash equivalents of $2.8 billion. So $2.8 billion. Um, and this company has a current debt of $3.09 billion. So pretty much this company can, if with this cash can pay off its current debt, but this company has very, very heavy non-current debt sitting at about $14.17 billion of non-current debt. So we can see the huge difference between this company and Southwest, right? Southwest was actually able to pay off almost all its non-current debt and current debt with this cash and cash equivalents, um, where cash and cash equivalents and current investments, where Delta is only able to pay off its current debt, but it's nowhere near able to pay its non-current debt. Um, but still, we see that huge, that nice amount of profit margins. Um, so here, I wanted to take a look at when this company's debt is due. So this company's debt, it has about 20 firm securities. It has close to $2 billion in senior notes due in 2020. It has about $1 billion due in 2021, about $2 billion due in 2022, right? So we can see, right, this company needs, definitely, um, definitely needs to, this bump in the road can't be too heavy. It should only, if, if it lasts for a few quarters, Delta can definitely, can definitely withstand the next 12 months for sure. But it might, uh, anything over 12 months, bigger bump, I think would be pretty bad for Delta. Where for Southwest, even something, I'm just saying, right, worst case scenario, even something over 12 months, the company can actually, in theory, survive. Um, next, let's take a look at how they're how they're broken down. This company has um, 30, 30. This company has about 42 billion dollars in revenue. 30 billion of that comes from domestic, um, and 3 billion come from Latin America. So I would put domestic and Latin America as places where um, where it's less less. Still going to be affected, but I think less likely to be affected. So that's 33 billion out of the 42 billion. So that's over 75% of this company's revenue comes from, I would say, some form of domestic flight, where the other 25 go from Atlantic and Pacific, which we were going to see are pretty much, I believe, will take the biggest hit. This company also has some revolving credit. So this is just a credit line this company has, and it has about 3.1 billion dollars of revolving credit. That it can pull out without really um without really having to go through this heavy process so this company has about 3.1 billion dollars of credit card to be able to use for some time so again for for delta at the quick moment i don't see any quick dilution happening or any extra sold of senior notes at the moment um but we can see why southwest is still the biggest the biggest player right now next let's take a look at JetBlue. So JetBlue has cash and cash equivalents of 1.02 billion, and it has current investments of 370 million dollars. So that's about, let's say, 1.37. Um, let's just round up to 1.4 billion dollars of cash. Any current debt? This company actually has pretty low current debt of 472 million dollars. So this company can actually pay off can pay off the current debt pretty easily and still have cash left over. Non-current debt, this company has about $2.7 billion of non-current debt. But we can see, right, a, a huge percentage. There's nothing really due anytime soon. $341 million um, due in 2020, about $340 due in 2021. So this company, and about 319 
do in 2022. So I think JetBlue is actually in a really good place. I'm really liking JetBlue. The only thing that JetBlue lacks compared to Love, um, to Southwest and Delta is their profit margins, right? This company has profit margins very low compared to those two. They're you on average below nine percent, um, right? In the last year, actually took a big hit, and this year is sitting at seven percent profit margin. So we can see, right? JetBlue was the one that took the third hit at thirty-five percent. And again, we can see why these drops are going depending on how the company is doing. And outside of senior notes, this company also has some form of debt, um, other form of debt. But look, 20, it's not due till 2036, 2032, 2028, 2023, 2028, and 2028. So this company has some debt with it, but it's, very, it's due in a long time from now. So JetBlue is one that I'm actually not worried about either. Um, JetBlue actually has $750 million of credit line available. Um, so again, it, it, with $750, it can pay off maturities of the next of 2021, 2022. With the cash equivalents, it can pay off actually pretty much um, 2020, 2023, and 2024. So this company is in a good place. I'm actually liking JetBlue a lot, um, a lot more than um, the other ones, especially since JetBlue was actually pretty cheap at about $0.50 cents a dollar. Um, so I, I do think love is a little bit, it's, I, I do see why love is pretty good right now, but I don't think that it's that it's worth that much more expensive compared to the other one. Delta and JetBlue are actually looking like they have very good balance sheets right now, and they're actually priced pretty cheaply compared compare to love. Um, so Delta and JetBlue are two I'm definitely going to keep looking at. Uh, next, let's take a look at United. Um, so United right now is sitting at about $5.5 billion in cash, and it has no current investment, so $5 billion in cash. It has $2.148 billion in current debt, so this company can use all this cash to pay off its current debt. Next, we have non-current debt. Non-current debt is about $18.3 billion. So $18.3 billion, but if we take a look at how that maturity is, is, is gone, they have $1.4 billion in 2021, 1.7 billion dollars in 2022 and and so i think this company can survive till 2022 um pretty easily right um with the cash and cash equivalents again this company one of the reasons even though it has a, a pretty nice balance sheet right even though it is very heavily debt right at the end of the day that's a, a more non-current debt than i think most of the other companies right now sitting at 18.3 billion dollars um this company definitely has enough cash and that debt is due in a long time. One thing though, this company does provide less profit margins compared to the other ones we've seen, right? On average, it seems to be somewhere around the 5% to 6% level. Um, actually, might even be lower than that. Um, right now, it's sitting at 5.1% profit margins level. And this company has $2 billion of, of, uh, of revolving credit ready to use so united airlines is actually another another good one so i'm definitely liking united airlines and i'm liking um JetBlue. and what is united airlines united airlines is 30 cents uh, per dollar um again you are you have less profit margins with united airlines so that's something to take um to take in account for so then here we have their their breakdown of how they do their flights 26 billion dollars come from domestic well 27 billion and about four billion come from Latin America, which again I, I I'm just assuming that these two will be the one who hit the less. So that's about um that's about thirty one point thirty one billion dollars 
compared to $43 billion. So that's close to that 75% also of revenue coming from, from domestic and Latin America, opposed to Atlantic and Pacific make up the other 25%. Um, so next, we're going to take a look at American Airlines. And unfortunately, American Airlines is the one I'm not too proud about. I'm not too happy about, right? So this company has $3.5 billion in current investments. It has $400 million in cash and cash equivalents. So that means this company has about $4 billion in current, in current quick cash. But this company has $4.5 billion in current debt. So this company does not have enough money to be able to pay off um, its current debt if things go bad. Um, so we see why this company, this is one that has taken a huge hit and it's actually the cheapest of them all. It's actually 15 cents at the dollar and we can see why, right? This is, that is pretty, pretty um, crazy. Um, so this is company one that I think we might see end up happening some form of dilution or some form of extra loans being pulled out. And right, it's a possibility for all the other companies that we mentioned to do that. But I think the highest probability would be for this company, American Airlines. Um, the profit margins is 3.7%, not something I am. And on average, it does seem like it, it does stay within those levels. So 3.7% profit margins. Again, we can see this these companies, um, why they're priced the way they are. Um, and let's just take a look at the non-current debt this company has. It has about 2.7 billion um, this year of maturity. So there are extra extra debt coming in, but I do think maturity represents a good portion of it. Um, 2021 has 3.5 billion. Where is this company gonna get the money to pay off that? And that's the scary thing in my opinion. This company right now only has $3.2 billion of revolving credit. So I can see why American Airlines is this cheap. Um, and I, I do think might be it might continue to drop compared to the other ones. So right now, the ones I'm really happy about are United, JetBlue, Delta. Um, I do think love is in a good place, but I just think it's too expensive for, for it. I do think Delta and JetBlue and United are, are better off are better off compared to love, even though Southwest is a great company. I honestly don't think I would touch American Airlines anytime soon, um, but this company has $3.2 billion of credit card that it can use. Again, that would only last a little bit, like an extra year of survival. So this company will have to do dilution or will most likely have to take on more debt to be able to, to withstand. The only good thing right now is that is that it's, all, it's pretty low, right? The interest rates are pretty low. So that's gonna end up helping these companies take on some form of long-term debt. Finally, the last one we're gonna take a look at is um, Spirit Airlines. So Spirit Airlines is actually one of the smallest companies, but look, their profit margin, let's just start off with their profit margins. Their profit margins aren't bad. Right now it's sitting at 8% for this past year that just ended. And on average, they seem to be over six, over 7% of profit margins. So they are doing pretty good. Next, let's take a look at this company's um, balance sheet. Um, this company has about 100 million in current investments and about 1 billion in cash and cash equivalents. So that's about $1.1 billion in, in quick cash that this company can do. And it only has about $400 million of current debt during the next 12 months. So it's able to pay off its current debt. Next, let's take a look at how the maturity rates are doing for, for it. In 2021, this company has about 
273 million so assume another 400 million dollars in debt this company will be able to pay off 2021 and actually 2022 based on this current cash right it doesn't mean that's going to happen i just trying to picture worst case scenarios um so i really like this company's um balance sheet as well i don't see this company having to really do any form of of dilution anytime soon or any form of long-term debt um, if it does, I think it's actually perfectly fine based on the balance sheet. Uh, I, I wouldn't consider it such a horrible thing. Um, we can see this company has $3.8 billion of revenue. Um, it actually does not fly overseas to Pacific. Um, so maybe that might help out. It doesn't go to, it doesn't go to Europe. It doesn't go to the Asia region. It just does domestic flights, Latin America and Caribbean. So, uh, uh, this, I think, um, might be something that might help out this company too and another thing is this company has about 160 million dollars of revolving credit that they still that's their max revolving credit but that's they still they haven't touched one cent of it um so that's pretty much can help them stay another year afloat so again i'd really like save as well so my thoughts my favorites i think based on balance sheets i would have to change so when i first started i would say it was love and delta but i don't think that's the case anymore I do think my favorites now are UAL, Delta, and JetBlue. I do think Love is pretty good um, based on on the balance sheet. I don't. I think Delta. I think Love Southwest is going to be the one that's going to uh, that's going to hold the best out of all of them. But I don't think it's going to give me the best returns if I was to invest. My favorites are definitely United Airlines. Um, and JetBlue, I think those are really my two favorite. Delta is also up there. Um, my least favorite would have to be American Airlines. I would not touch that anytime soon. And uh, I, I want to know if you guys are touching American Airlines, why are you doing that? Just post in the comments and let me know what you guys think. My favorite risky, which at the end of the day, I don't consider risky. It's just the smaller one of them all, um, would be Spirit. Um, Spirit, I think, is actually a pretty good one. Um, so if I was to create a small... A small ETF of airlines I would put United Airlines Delta JetBlue and um, Spirit in there I would probably put a bit of Southwest a small a small portion of it but that's about it I would not touch American Airlines um, and if you guys just want to get into the um, into the uh, into the um, airlines world there is an ETF called Jets um, not sure I've never done it if I never I don't see what the expense ratio is but their jets is actually uh, pretty good. They have love as 14%. They have Delta. They have United. Unfortunately, they have a huge portion of American. They have a very low portion of JetBlue and a very low portion of Spirit Airlines. But here you have a huge diversified uh, portfolio on just airlines. If you believe that airlines are going to do better. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I honestly enjoyed it. Getting all this information. I found a lot um, based on this. So make sure to post in the comments and let me know what you guys think. So take care and see you next time.